Lady Gaga surprising a lot of people last night with his tribute to the sound of music. Afterwards, Julie Andrews joined her on stage, gave her a hug, and called it wonderful. It was It's wonderful. very impressive, though, isn't it? It's hard to really hear her voice. Lady Gaga. With all the jigaboo yeah. music that she did, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> jigaboo. Yeah, she has and a nice she's voice. She's a gorgeous voice. Yeah. I never knew. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> all right, 622 this morning. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the show and our favorite Jigaboo music playing in the background. <laughs> My name is Dave Juskow. Welcome to the Dave Juskow Podcast. I am once again here with the great Memo Salazar. Hello. And uh, allow me to lower the Jigaboo music. Can't get enough of that. I don't know whether you heard... But um, in Cleveland, that was a... Did you hear about this? Uh, only <laughs> slightly. I, <laughs> I, you never heard the clip. You heard about it. Yeah, exactly. It's fascinating, isn't it? Yeah. That somebody could be that stupid. Um, I haven't heard that term since 78. I well, think. I say it all the time, but I know right. other people. I'm like, I got it from the movie Angel Heart, where uh, the guy says, uh, we don't mess with the jigaboos down here. And I was <laughs> like, uh, what? Plus, um, there's a classic joke that says, um, you know, I don't know. <laughs> it's all racist and it's all horrible. And this woman, this newswoman from Cleveland, is saying that I don't like Lady Gaga. You know, with that jigaboo music. <laughs> I don't know what she thinks the word jigaboo means. We obviously all have our reasons. She is. I think she was Miss Missouri. Oh well, that explains that a lot. explains a lot. Yeah, she might have been thinking. Uh, maybe she was trying to say juggaloo. I don't think so. No. But it's nice of you to give her... <laughs> yeah. Are you trying to get laid? Or? No, I, I don't well, know. I was just... Thank you so much, Memo, for sticking <laughs> up for me. You're the only one I have on my side. Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, uh, that's pretty hilarious. <laughs> so what I happened to her? What, what, what was the end result? I, I think mean, she's still on the air. Oh, of course. Which is unbelievable, because you take that idiot, Brian Williams, <laughs> who's, a, who's also a male model. Right. And this woman is Miss Missouri, so she's obviously an idiot. Right. And everybody's on board with the fact that she's an idiot. Sure. Because she's a, you know, a, a Miss going to be a Miss America or something, right? Right. right. So Brian Williams, what, what is he? He's a male model. He reads off a teleprompter. Right. Yeah. I don't Does anyone really think he was <laughs> trying to be a hard hitting journalist? Yeah. I don't get why. So people why are so they shocked. taking him off the air? Who cares? Yeah. I he agree. reads off a teleprompter. He's enjoyable to look at. He has a nice speaking voice. Yeah, no, I agree with you. It's like at that point, you might as well take them all off the air because none of them are any better. Yeah, none of them are any better. So what's There's the no point? Walter Cronkite anymore. And quite yeah. frankly, I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> he was doing the same thing. And people just say, I just felt comfortable with him. It's true. He wasn't a hard-hitting journalist. No. He was in a studio. Al Roper. Yeah. Al Roker. I mean, Roker, yeah. Well, see, at least that guy goes on assignment every <laughs> now and then. Exactly. You know I mean? It's, uh, at least he tries. But but again, you know, you're not going to blame Al Roker because Al right. Roker reads the weather. Right. So I don't know why they're all mad about him. And, you know, did you know his daughter, his gorgeous daughter, um, had to postpone her wedding. Really? Because it's just too much nonsense. And <laughs> yeah, no, that's just interfere. hypocrisy of America for sure. That's I get it. I, I feel I don't like the guy, but I feel bad. for it's, He doesn't deserve that. Well, welcome back to the show, everybody. We uh, took a little uh, not a break at all. Actually, we just uh, we taped on a Saturday. It seemed like a break because, you know, we did our Oscar podcast and um, that was quite successful. I think it was a good time. I have the list of uh, first oh, yeah. of all, you were pissing me off on the Oscars because I 
You, you know, you know <laughs> I how don't I don't why. like when people don't let me talk, and I like to talk the entire show. So when you have something to say, yeah, you know, it just makes me furious. Uh, you might have noticed that you're shuffling papers half the time, so some of them. I you know, have to I know, you up. were trying to pick up the slack, and I appreciate that. It's but true. the funny thing is today, and I know I, I'm not really mad. You have a lot to say, and, you're, and the things you had to say were good. It is kind of funny. My sister thought you were amazing. Oh, and your insights thanks, were Beth. brilliant. And my friend Joe Messina uh, said, because I put it in his head, <laughs> that memo kept interrupting me. So he's like, yeah, I can tell all the time. <laughs> so today, Mary, who was on our show last week, who was, ama- who was just a wonderful speaker. She was awesome. Voice. She should be back here tonight. Yeah, she was really good. And she has a really good speaking voice. I mean, a really good speaking voice. And she sounds so sexy. Um, but it's like a good intellectual speaking <laughs> voice, you know, besides yeah. that. And she had a lot of interesting things to say. Today, I, she hadn't listened to the podcast. I'm like, oh, well, listen to your voice. It sounds amazing. And I couldn't find one part where you weren't talking. Like, I was just trying to skip through <laughs> parts. And it was really funny because, like, every time you're like, no, you listen to me. I the, think you're exaggerating. The girl of Kilimanjaro bit. is going to win. <laughs> no, she was very good. And I, I, we all respected every time she spoke. We all stayed quiet because she knew her shit. She was really smart. She did because I added up the scores. Oh, yeah, of course she did the She best. went 18 and 6. <laughs> you went 13 and 11. You did the worst. And Scotty and me went 15 and 9. Right. You did the worst because you were betting with your heart, exactly. which I told you not to do. Exactly. But I wasn't in it for the money. 18, well, I was. So I got screwed kind of, but not really. On the ones that you guys gave me, right. the real bets that I had, you know, I was taking chances. Yeah. I wanted to win some money. Uh, so I was taking a lot of the underdog. Uh, I lost on the best visual effects. Planet of the Apes didn't work. Uh. Um, and... The best actor, obviously, I lost on Bradley Cooper and Michael Keaton, which right. I couldn't. But okay, you know, what I mean, right. I was taking a shot. Right. But the best picture, mm-hmm. that was a shocker. I had Boyhood. I thought that was going to get me over the hump, but it did not. But I got lucky. Best animated feature, thank God, <laughs> wasn't How to Train Your Dragon two. Yeah, it was. but it was Big Hero six. Ended up winning sixty two fifty on that, and it covered everything else. That was that covered everything. So you're saying? Well, I lost sixty two fifty, but I see. it could have been worse. Right. And it, but it could have been better. Boyhood won because then I would have uh, completely covered everything. So you're saying you broke even or not? I didn't even? break it. I lost I a little, but it wasn't as bad as it could have been because at least right. I won one of those. Gotcha. So gotcha. it worked out okay. Um, yeah, it was a shock. That show was horrible. But yeah, I forgot. You know what? I forgot to turn off my phone. I forgot to take. Well, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to be here in silence. Well, look for whatever. No, I uh, I just want to check the time. It's I don't dead air. Go over the hour uh, mark. So. <laughs> I can um, tell you we were at six fifty four in. Oh, thanks. How's that? That's perfect. Um, no, did you watch the Oscars? No, I, I can't watch that show. It, it, it's it's so, so many ads and so much talking about nothing. And yeah, I can't watch it. I, can't I have the same it. problem. And I wanted to watch it this year because I had some bets on it. We did the podcast. Right. And I'm like, yeah, what the hell? I like Neil Patrick Harris and. Um, you know, I thought it would be fun. Well, the Oscars being fun is over. Yeah. 24 categories is too much. Yeah. Uh, they need to cut everything. I don't give a shit. And <laughs> I don't care who's here. And no one cares who's watching the Oscars, listening to the best costume designer make a damn speech. No <laughs> one cares. That's true. And it's taking up my time and it's wasting time. Now, they don't have any clips anymore. Right. They didn't give away any Irving Thalberg or so you see like, a, you know, Robert Redford's career and clips, which was the fun of watching the Oscars. Right. The only thing we got this time and Neil Patrick Harris was horrible and he's usually quite good. Yeah, his opening boy. number was bad. 
The opening monologue was bad. The jokes were horrible. This guy's walking in the audience doing shtick with the audience. I don't like Ellen DeGeneres, but she's a professional comedian. So right. she's going to walk through the audience and do shtick. <laughs> right. I'm okay with that. This guy, he had nothing. He was like me walking <laughs> through the audience where I'm like, hey, where are you from? You know, and, and you're like Cincinnati. And he's like, that's great. <clears throat> and then he moves on. This is on live national television. Right. He had no, I don't know if he had writers. I'm assuming <laughs> he did. His opening joke was horrible. A- everything was bad. It was bad. And he had this big end game thing, which was not effective because at that point, at the end, everyone wants to go home. Right. And just get to the best picture thing and it just was really bad but i do have a question about that in today's day and age when you know you i mean you know this right you know that they're not going to do best picture in the first five minutes oh of course and you own a dvr so why not just dvr well because you know it's one of those it's like the super bowl you You gotta watch it because if in this day and age like you said (laughs) everybody's tweeting Right. So well, you're not on all of a sudden you're like, well, don't tell me. <laughs> what are you going to say that? And the tweet, don't don't tweet me, everybody. I yeah. want to remain out of no, it. No, I so. guess you just don't bother looking. Well, that's all. the thing. But most people like to tweet during the Oscars. Right. Can you believe Reese Witherspoon's head? Right. You know, I mean, that's the fun for certain people. Right. Know, not for me. I I waited 45 minutes to start it because uh, Laura, the girl I was with, messed up on the pizza order because she's an <laughs> idiot and then got angry at me and started yelling at me. And I'm like, look, she's like, why are you such a dick? And I'm like. Do you not even know me? Do, do you ever wonder why I'm not married at this age? This is what I do. <laughs> it's true. And the more mad you are, the more I'm going to be hilarious, <laughs> which he didn't find that hilarious. But we started the thing 45 minutes, so we were able to fast forward through most of it, oh. which was perfect. Right. Um, right. So that was totally the way to watch. But, yeah, it's bad. And like I said, no clips. No clips. And they show clips from the movies, and there's too many movies nominated. It's so bad. They play the songs, horrible songs. This just sucked, and it makes me angry because there used to be a fun element to it. There weren't even any stars you care about, you know, that came on and even presented. They didn't even have a lot of young people. It was horrible. The only shining moment, I don't know whether you heard about it. uh, Did it have to do with Mexicans? No. Well, the whole show was (laughs) Mexican-oriented. Right, uh, right. No, there's Jigaboo music. (laughs) Yeah. Lady Gaga came out. This this woman, you got to hand it to her. She's something else does something I've never seen like uh, somebody like her do and just as a tribute to the sound of music and a tribute to Julie Andrews she didn't try and put her own spin on it right she sang like a classically trained singer didn't put any of the Lady Gaga stuff onto it right she came out dressed you know properly didn't try and put her thing on to make it about her right did an amazing job I mean, she was amazing she sang so well you didn't even know she had that in her I mean, this woman's a major talent. When she loses the Lady Gaga stuff right. and just becomes like a singer-songwriter because she is classically trained and everything, right? she's going to be great. I don't care for her now, right? but I think she, you know, she's so young. Yeah, I think she's, she's going to be around a long time. But I'm telling you, this performance was fantastic. And then Julie Andrews finally comes out, and then you get some excitement going on. Right. But this is three hours into it. <laughs> right. And Julie Andrews is a, is a major talent and a legend and, you know, she came out and she's still cool. And I never cared for her either. But you can't deny the fact that she's good at what she does and has been in some legendary movies and won an Oscar herself and was completely grateful for the performance. She was great in The Muppet Show. Exactly. And you know that. how I feel about that. I love her in The Muppet Show. Yeah, she was good. And uh, hey, she was good in The Princess Diaries. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and no, but Sam uh, pointed out to me on Monday, she asked me if I was uh, insulted 
by Sean Penn's Mexican joke. Of course, I didn't know what she was talking about, so she had to explain it to me. Oh. Um, I wasn't insulted. Yeah, I don't... Well, first of all, Sean Penn apparently and... uh, I can't pronounce the guy. They're pals. They're pals. Yeah. But um, I thought it was pretty funny, too. I didn't even... Right. Well, uh, you would because you're not a politically correct 20-year-old who finds that stuff offensive. Well, it was so. I mean, it's like, but well, you know what? I do find offensive all these British people winning awards <laughs> in a, in an American award show. So you know, I've talked about this all the time. I can't stand these British actors taking American roles and using American accents. Now, the guy at one was fortunately using a British accent in this movie, so I don't. I didn't know Stephen Hawking was British. Did you? Uh, yeah, I did. I didn't know. Why doesn't he have his uh, voice box talking <laughs> a British accent? His little speaking spell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, um, that's a funny. I don't know. I don't think he gives a shit. Or maybe he doesn't like the uh, American accent. I mean, the British accent. That's I had this, so there'd be no reason for me to believe, unless I saw that movie, that for a minute I thought he was British. Right. But I do not like, you know, last year, Kate Blanchett, who was brilliant, is British and she's using the American accent. Well, I'll tell you something, I'm getting pissed off. So because quite frankly, and I say <laughs> this all the time, if I sit there in blackface, I'm going to be in trouble. So why <laughs> am I allowed to do it? So wait a minute, wait. So you're how prob- are not people not angry? Everybody's ama- angry because Americans, 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 and then they're not angry about this. The most obvious thing. But okay, but you, your problem is not having British actors. It's when they don't play a British person. Exactly. When they're they're using an American accent, and they're all doing it to get work here. That's what's bothering me. Now they're very damn good at what they do. <laughs> right. There's no denying they're better than we are. <laughs> yeah, Just exactly. saying, I'd rather have poor acting right. and American know-how. And they all drive Ford trucks. And this is why I want to be in a show where I can use a British accent. I got to get back at them. So what if Michael Caine did that? Would you be mad at him? He tried to do it, and he did it horribly. <laughs> that's what was great. He did it, that. Remember, that's my joke. Did uh, Cedar House Rules? Cider Cedar House, House Rules. Rules. Yeah. That's, that's my joke. I when I do the imitation of him. <clears throat> sorry, in the um. In the acting class? Yeah. Teaching, uh, you know, acting, and he's got the eyes on. Now, what I'm doing, if you're in a play, <laughs> right. you don't have the luxury to move to and fro, so you have to move your eyes. Right. In, the, in the movie, you move your eyes. You see what I did there? Right, and I just move my eyes for a second. It's a hilarious bit. And then the second thing is, now in our next class, I'm going to teach you about accents. Now, you might remember, in the Cider House Rules, I had to use an American accent. So instead of saying, good night, all you princes of Maine, you kings of New England, I had to switch it around and use an American accent so it sounded like this. Good night, all you princes of Maine, you kings of New England. You see the difference? I won my second Oscar for that. There was no difference. I dare you to watch that movie right now as you're listening to this. Go on YouTube. You tell me if there's a difference in his no. stupid accent. No, I didn't think he was actually He's a wonderful sound. actor, and he trying to do an American accent, and he failed. And somehow he won an Oscar for that. That's amazing. Because people worship him so much. He's like, well, he's trying. <laughs> he's trying. And that's why, I mean, well, who just got the Oscar? That was the body of work. Uh, oh, well, that's what Michael Keaton would have won for. Right. Not the performance. Right. The body of work. Right. Which everybody loves. And this guy won it for the performance. So, right. eh. Yeah, you can't. Go back and forth. Well, look, I was trying to win money, you know. But, uh, but still, everybody loves Michael Keaton. Any man my age worships Michael Keaton. He was in two of the greatest movies of all time. And he was funny. And then he became Batman. I mean, every... Dude loves Michael Keaton. He's way cool. Yeah. So you just want to see him do well. I do. I do want to see him do well. It's this is probably maybe this will be a help. Yeah. I don't know if he'll after this. Um, he was great in Jackie Brown. I'll tell you that. Jackie Brown. Well, that's because Quentin Tarantino tried to get him back in, like he did with Travolta. Right. And say, look, this guy's a major talent. He's one of my heroes. 
let's make it happen like I did to Travolta, but it didn't work. Didn't happen. Because Jackie Brown didn't do very well. It didn't. It's his best movie, and it didn't. I've never seen it. Oh, it's so good. Because I go by the hype memo. I know. I go by it's the true. hype. You would have you would have liked this one. Um, and I that guy in um that Battlestar Galactica who I thought was American until I finally saw him on TV. The nerdy guy, the troublemaking guy. He he was a Dama. He was like a. Edward James Olman Olmos's son. He played like the young. Oh, he's British too. He's British, <gasps> but he's amazing. You thought he was? I thought he was American. Look, I can't take it. I tell you, I can't take it. All right, let's move on because I'm just going to get annoyed. All right. First of all, Memo and I just had some uh, delicious Chinese food, and um, I usually don't eat before the show, but I feel pretty good. Yeah. But we also have Seven Up, and we have. We were just talking. We haven't had that in years. And no, it's, it's quite delicious. It is <laughs> sponsored by Seven Up. I don't know show. who drinks Seven Up, but it's still around. I don't know. They had that great campaign in the '80s with the spot. Yeah, and that I've never that seen. A, I don't even see a Seven Up commercial anymore, except in the movie uh, Moonraker <laughs> from the '80s. Um, <laughs> I don't know who drinks it, but it's pretty good. Well, I was telling you at my bar mitzvah, we had Bubble Up. Right. Which was the knockoff of 7-Up because right. we were too cheap to get 7-Up. Right. Everybody has We that. spent, uh, you know, a fortune on, the, you know, the place and the clothing and the, the band, Danny Holiday Orchestra. Uh, but we were too cheap to afford 7-Up. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's an expensive uh, and Bubble Up was absolutely delicious. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't remember what the cola was called, but it certainly wasn't Coke or Pepsi. Um, it wasn't RC either. Shasta. Shasta? Shasta no, I, was I like was diet, Shasta. I think, right? No, no, no. Shasta just was a store-bought Pathmark brand, like, right. you know, so, which I still like because it comes in many flavors. It does. But, um, you know, it's funny. I don't know whether I told you, but I just got a delivery today, and I, 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 I just was looking at my computer. I haven't used it. I bought a whole bunch of cereal from Walmart. Oh. What do you mean? When you say delivery, you had Walmart deliver you cereal? That's right. Why? Because... Here, when I buy it at the store next door, I live on the Upper East Side or next to it. I live by the Queensboro Bridge. Everything's expensive here. Right. When I buy a box of Cocoa Krispies here, it's $6.50. Jesus Christ, when that's crazy. When I buy it at Walmart or Target, I was going to Target for the longest time. Right. It's two ninety nine. Yeah. That's a huge difference. No, right? I get it. So, And I love cereal. But when you go to I'm Jersey, comic, why don't you just go to Jersey? You, you know, I do. When, I usually go to Target, but oh. they are always out of everything. And I was just sick and tired of carrying it back because now, you know, my parking garage is a mile away. So right. I just said, if I could just find a place online that has cheap. So Walmart, which I usually hate because it's dirty and gross. Yeah. But they've told me I'm just going to the wrong Walmarts. But uh, they have cheap I cereal know. I bought online. So, But look what I got. I got. I'm looking at my computer screen. I had it on there. Kellogg's Apple Jacks. With marshmallows. <laughs> what? Wait, what's the one that you, you can it? never find? Booberry or cow chocolate? Which no, is I can always find that during Halloween. Uh, the one I can't find a lot of times is frosted rice, which is Rice Krispies with sugar. Right. They still have that. They, have, they do have it. Uh, there's another one I, I can't find. Quisp is very hard to You can only find that online. They don't have that except at Amazon, but you got to buy like 48 boxes. Wow. So that really sucks. So wait, look at this, though. Um, also, Fruit Loops with marshmallows. What? That's not enough sugar just with the regular Fruit Loops. No, you I need needed the marshmallows. the marshmallows. I'm so excited. And then I got, uh, then I got some Special K, like regular, just to oh, to be healthy. Well, <laughs> of course. So I bought like five boxes of cereal, but I can't even. I've never had the Apple with marshmallows yet, or the Fruit Loops with marshmallows. I'm like <laughs> so excited. I heard they existed, but I didn't know where. So Walmart is now mailing you this from their big warehouse somewhere in the middle of the country. They're right, shipping just, you. It's the box right over, if you see it by my door over there. It's all the, in oh, the, in yeah. the chair. Look Go at up that. on the chair. Oh. A huge box. Oh. I haven't opened it. I just got it before you came. Yeah, that's a lot of I'm totally cereal. Excited. Guess what I'm having after you leave? Um, probably marshmallows. That's crazy. 
Oh, you mean cereal? Yeah, cereal with marshmallows. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, the one thing is I forgot to buy milk. <laughs> wah, wah. What do you use? You 7-Up. 7-Up to make it sweeter. Um, no, I got plenty of milk. Don't worry. Uh, let's um, move on. Oh, by, uh, you know, I may have a... Uh, well, anyway. We're at the 20-minute mark. I'm just letting you know. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Um, you know, it's funny. This time of the year, you know, I don't. we're not talking about football, and I kind of like it. I like just going through topics. Yeah. Um, for instance, while when we were, we took like a week off or something, they had the dog show. Yes, I know. And uh, Snoopy won. Yes, I heard. Year, you know, a beagle won, which is, uh, you know, very rare. My friend Gordon went, and he told me all about it. Well, do you know who the beagle beat? No, he did not tell me that. Are you ready for this? All right. Are you listening? Have you had enough to eat? Yeah. Patty Hearst's dog. <laughs> and that dog has now been kidnapped with the Siamese arm. What is that? The <laughs> Siamese Lebanon, Lebanese army has been kidnapped. Just like she was back in the <laughs> 70s. Um, the the Symbionese Liberation Army. I see. They want the dog now. But it's a delicacy. Do you remember what happened there. to her? No, I don't remember. That's she that's got even kidnapped my time. in the seventies. It was terrifying when you were little. Yeah, it was terrifying because there were pictures, there were videos before there were videos of her r- robbing a bank. <laughs> and then you know everybody's like, "What is she? How she got kidnapped? Why is she robbing this bank?" So right. it was terrifying because they all said she was under mind control. As a kid, it was the most terrifying thing I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. And then I ended up beating her at Catch a Rising Star, and it was almost like meaning. Linda Blair or something. I was terrified. Right. I'm like, oh, my God, this woman's terrifying. You know, she's been (laughs) brainwashed. We don't know what she's up to. And now uh, she's really angry that her Shih Tzu lost the dog show. This is when you know you've lived too long. Yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. I she was in the papers every day. So what about Summer of Sam? Did that terrify you? No, I really care. But no, that was the worst time of my life. I've talked about it on the show before because not because I was scared of him. Because they caught him, and it turned out he was Jewish. Right. And I was in a very anti-Semitic junior high, right. and they called me Berkowitz <laughs> That's right. for two years because my first name is David, and I was Jewish. <laughs> and true. then, after a year, they just started calling me Burko. Yeah, that's... I hate that guy. And he kind of looked like me. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out he was adopted, so he wasn't really Jewish. But I'll tell you, I'll never forget... I was at the, we were at a swim club, you know, because that's what Jews do. Right. We hated it there, but my mother made us go. Meanwhile, if I hadn't gone, my cousin wouldn't know the devil. So you know what? <laughs> it, all, it all works out. But I'll never forget the announcement came through the speakers while we were at the pool going like, they've captured the son of Sam. His name is David Berkowitz. And I remember to myself <laughs> going like, oh, crap. <laughs> I knew the next day in school was going to be the worst time. So wait a minute. Ever. He looks like you. He's adopted. Ergo, does that mean you're adopted? <gasps> Memo, you've met my mother. <laughs> Do you think for one no, second? No. Now you guys look exactly like no, no. My dad thought for sure <laughs> my mother was fooling around. Right. The, because I look nothing like him. <laughs> I mean, he looked like Dick Van Patten. Right. <laughs> you know, and I, I look like every Jew that's ever been on anything. I it's look like right. Ben Stiller or true. David Schwimmer. You know, <laughs> you see my my old driver's license. Yeah, the exactly old pictures like are best. David Schwimmer. <laughs> it's true. Those are good photos. They are classic. Um, here's something. I don't know whether you heard about this, but um, no, I come here to hear. All I know. My news. I know. That's why I like when you're here. I like I like having a guest that that doesn't know these little <laughs> things because then you know you're you're acting support well, yeah I, i'm I, learning I've never no, heard it's, such a it's thing. true i'm very good for that well the nypd 
because of this all this nonsense that's happening. Right. They are trying to retrain the police. And they have this new thing now where they're all going like, hey, when you get angry, take a breath. <laughs> and the cops are writing to the papers. They're like, you're not going to believe what they got us doing now. This is ridiculous. They're right. Like, take a breath. What? So now the person who's in charge of retraining the police is showing them the 80s movie Roadhouse <laughs> with Patrick Swayze. Yeah, it's a great movie. And especially the scene way. where he talks to the bouncers and say, hey, be nice. That's what they're using. That as a is what they're <laughs> using. I hope they invested a lot of money on this program. And the cops are like, we hate Mayor de Blasio. <laughs> <laughs> it's like as if this mayor and the cops didn't have problems enough. Right. This is making I don't know where they're coming up with these ideas. That's I funny. don't know who they're talking to. Right. But well, if maybe we have any intention of uh, countering terrorism, well, we're in I, big trouble. You have to assume that after they turn their backs to him, that this is just him fucking with them, being like, well. I don't think he's that bright. <laughs> I don't care for him. And I I'm going to make you watch the worst movie ever with Patrick Swayze just for what you did. What movie is that? Roadhouse. Roadhouse rules. <laughs> Roadhouse. Now I love it even more because of Family Guy. Um. Yeah, how come they don't have... They should watch Police Academy. That might teach them a few things. Um, I don't know whether anybody saw it. I know you didn't, but I've been talking about it for a long time. But the new Rob Smigel uh, show was on last Friday on Cartoon Network. Oh, yeah, how was it? I it was great. It, it was, was called Tri Jack and Triumph Show. Right. And um, I even emailed Smigel, and I told him how, how much I liked it. So it's not... It's a Great, great, you know, I think, but I think it can be, and Triumph is just funny no matter what. Right, and they were very does. brilliant because they used him going to a convention to make fun of people, too. Right. They added that in, so it was very smart. And, um, you know, I just I just like it. And then they used Michael Winslow, <laughs> and they brought him <laughs> in, and he kind of helped with the mystery, and he got them out of trouble by doing some of his 80s voices. <laughs> and that alone is masterpiece brilliance it is pretty good that's like when they used uh, adam west for look well i mean these guys right. get it and they know how to use kind of a washed up star right the complete proper way where he doesn't look like a dick right and you can make fun of him and it's still funny at the same time <laughs> so that was brilliant and he got him out of a lot of trouble he was doing the 80s uh ninja guy you know where uh the karate movie where he does oh, the, yeah. the the sound and <laughs> yeah. then it's off track you know? of course <laughs> And then I think he, you know, he slammed the door a couple of times, you know, <laughs> opened the corridor. <laughs> it was good. It was good. They just need to get Bobcat back in there. But um, here's the other uh, thing I wanted to, you know, I, I got to talk uh, just a little bit about sports for a second. Um, the Knicks, the New York Knicks are so bad that they were scheduled to be on television against the Cavs on March 12th. That's LeBron James. Yeah. They cut it. They they, they uh, don't they don't um, they don't want to air it. Oh, I'm sorry. That was this Sunday. The Knicks cat. I'm sorry. I thought it was March. I was like, no, they yeah, they didn't. They took it off the air. Oh, they took it off ABC. Oh, because that's how bad the Knicks are. Wow. You know, it's scheduled ahead way ahead in advance when they make the schedule. Yeah. Like, well, that's going to be an amazing matchup. The Knicks and LeBron James. Right. That's how bad the Knicks are. They took them off network television. Um, sorry to hear that. Knicks. I don't care. No, I, I guess I don't care either. But I don't know whether you know about what happened with the um, the owner. Did you hear the the letter he wrote? The uh, the Knicks owner. Yeah. No, please tell me. This happened about two weeks ago. 
You didn't write the letter this no, time. No, I, I didn't. But uh, it's funny because it was a father of this filmmaker. Uh, but I looked up the film and it's not, it'd be like you. No offense. I'm just <laughs> saying it. No, thanks. Uh, it's called the Jack Ryan story. It, I guess it has something to do with the Jack Harrison Ryan Ford stuff. Right. But Aaron Bierman, he sent uh, Dolan, who's the owner of right. the Knicks. Right. An email detailing his disillusionment with the owners of the Knicks. And uh, here's what he wrote. I mean, I'll just paraphrase. I've been a Knicks fan since 1952. At one stage, I thought you did a wonderful thing when you acquired everything from your dad. However, since then, it has been all downhill. You're working with Isaiah Thomas and everything else regarding bringing out Phil Jackson was positive, but now it's a disgrace. Lowballing Steve Kerr. The bottom line is you merely continue to interfere with the franchise. And then he goes on. He's like, I've been a fan for an excess of 60 years. I'm embarrassed. You've done a lot of utterly stupid business things with the franchise. Please no more. So Dolan writes back to a 73-year-old man. Right. This is what he writes. The owner of the Knicks. Yeah, yeah, no. He writes back. I know Dolan. Not personally, but I mean, I I know his ex You are a sad person. Why would anyone write such a hateful letter? (laughs) I'm just guessing, but I'll bet your life is a mess and you are a hateful mess. The owner of the Knicks. What have you done that anyone would consider positive or nice? I am betting nothing. In fact, I'll bet you are negative force in everyone who comes in contact with you. You have most likely made your family miserable. Alcoholic, maybe. I just celebrated my 20-year anniversary of sobriety. You should try it. Maybe it will help you become a person that folks would like to have around. In the meantime, start rooting for the Nets because the Knicks don't want you. <laughs> Respectfully, James Dolan. Wow, that's uh, can you imagine? Yeah, it's um, ballsy. There. How drunk was that guy when he wrote that? <laughs> he said he was. He doesn't give a shit. He says whatever he wants. He doesn't care. But that's at all. messed up to it's, do that to a fan. No, like, it, I mean I know the fan was saying it, but it's like what? No, I get it. I get it. But uh, yeah, he can you, care can less. you believe that? That's insane, right? How much flack did he get for that? A lot, but you know now nobody's talking about it. It seems like he should. Be suspended or something. I don't know if that guy gets uh, suspended because he doesn't want his wife hanging around black people. Why shouldn't this guy? He's calling his fan an alcoholic. It's true. It's not really the same. But (laughs) see, again, with that, the guy from the Clippers who said, you know, he was on tape and he said, I don't want you hanging around black people. That's a rude statement. But (laughs) I'm just saying when you're angry that your wife or girlfriend is hanging out with another dude. Right. You say a lot of messed up things. Yeah, you go for the easy insult. Just like when you're driving in a car. Right. People are the most prejudiced, and I don't care who you are. You can be (laughs) Al Sharpton. You'd be like, you dumb kike, you just cut me off, or (laughs) you gook. My God, right? That's You go for the most prejudiced thing you can say because you're so angry (laughs) in a given moment. Right. I'll never forget my friend. I will not mention his name. Guy cut him off in the car. We were in high school. And he goes, you dumb nigger. <laughs> and Jesus Christ. our friend, the black guy was in the car with us. Right. <laughs> and he goes, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. I don't know what happened. I am so sorry. <laughs> it just came out. It yeah. came out. We were hanging around with the guy. We didn't have any problem. It was just it came. When you're driving, right. you, it just happens. Everybody does it. And what did your friend say? The, the black one, I mean. It's okay. Don't worry about it, baby. No, he didn't talk like that at all. <laughs> He was. He won the. He was the most outstanding Negro. Oh, in the in your school, he was the only one. So he is won, that, won it hands down. That how <laughs> how that uh, that award happened every year. Most outstanding Negro. 
Did he, did he live in Potter? I believe so. No, he didn't actually. <laughs> he lived by us, which was odd. You know, that's why we, you know, kind of took to him. Uh, he hated me. He <laughs> hated me why. so much. I, he just did not like me, but he worshipped my friend. And um, <laughs> he, it's so funny because he, he really hated, in fact, he won Talks Least Says Most. Uh-huh. He's very soft-spoken. Kind of like Raj of what's happening, you know, but uh, mm-hmm. just very soft-spoken. And I won Talks Least Says Most. No, Talks Most Says Least. Right, right. You're a good pair. I'm a blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right. Anyway, about 15 years out of high school, maybe 10. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I go to this karaoke place with my sister and uh, my girlfriend at the time. And I'm singing Michael Jackson and I'm doing the invitation. And then I see him there, <laughs> and he just slaps his head and walks <laughs> away. He's like, God, wh- he's still an ass. He's still an ass. So <laughs> black people have had a problem with me from day one. It's true. Uh, but it has nothing to do with anything except being an ass. Right. Thank you. I can piss off any race, anywhere, anytime. You are an equal opportunity offender. That's what I That's say. True. I get that. I'll give you that. And speaking of uh, equal opportunity offenders, I don't know whether you heard about this, but they are there's a couple of rabbis getting together. And they're trying to make a kosher cannabis. Oh, kosher well, that makes pot, a lot of sense. Giving new meaning to the word high holidays. Thank you very much. <laughs> folks. You know, <coughs> the well, they say they uh, the doctors have a lot of patients, I guess, who are Jewish and they are under strict kosher laws. So they're trying to make medical marijuana well, kosher. <laughs> that makes sense. No, it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Well, that's something you can just say. A rabbi can come up and be like, no, pot's kosher. Don't worry about it. Right. I mean, I, I guess, is there anything in the Torah against uh, pot? What do you think? I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, let's say there's not. Right. So then <laughs> what's the problem? There is no problem. It's people are crazy. <laughs> that's really I'm being funny. an equal opportunity racist. That's hilarious. These Jewish people are out of their mind. Um, yeah, well, if you got to be keep kosher, so what does that mean? You have like two sets of bowls and two bongs and two. How does that work in the? <laughs> That's an excellent point. <laughs> right, you have to have your unkosher weed in one bong right. and your kosher weed in another bong. Yeah. Uh, if I can be honest with you, I smoked some kosher weed last week. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's like organic. I well, bet. the kosher weed is the weed I smoke just before I go to the Seder. At my mom's. Right. So that's considered kosher weed because it's I smoke it on a high holiday. I see. But um, I see. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And yet, obviously, the most brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Because now in Colorado, anybody that's wearing a yarmulke can go to the store and get high. I think the marketing potential for this kind of thing is huge. My guess, however, is people that get high really aren't thinking about whether it's kosher or not. They're people that get high are usually pretty cool. <laughs> well, that's usually true. above the yeah, nonsense. But there, there's a lot of sons that feel guilty about it because of their mothers, you know, they're overbearing Jewish mothers and they want to like. Yeah. So I'm talking to one right now. Right. Right. So, well, you don't you, but you actually don't really care about kosher at all. But there's some that they don't care, I, but they I, do. You know, care. I have a kosher house. Rachel tells you all the time. <laughs> yeah, I, all right, we bought a non kosher food today, but I usually I'm incredibly guilty. I keep a kosher house. You do? You know I make vegetarian lasagna because I can't. Well, I, but I, all I that pork. I never cook pork. I don't ever have it in the house. I, I, I never even bring it in. I see. I bring bacon <laughs> in, but if I order in. Right. But if I cook here, I, I don't cook ham. I don't mix milk and meat. It's the weirdest thing. You just can't get out of your system. No, I get now it. Now, listen how stupid Rachel Feinstein is, and I don't mind telling her this because <laughs> everybody knows. She, I told her I was kosher, but she thinks... 
I'm she like didn't believe me. Right. But she started believing me. Are you ready? This is the wor- woman you're working for right now. Yeah. Okay? Because then she saw a box of kosher salt in my cupboard. <laughs> She's like, no, he really does. I saw kosher salt. In it. Okay, all right. That's the woman you're working for. Are you happy? That's going to be some show she's got. She's an idiot, Memo. That's an really idiot. funny. A genuine idiot. Ah, she just doesn't give a shit about that stuff. That's <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I know. That drives me crazy, too. <laughs> like when Sarah hosted Saturday Night Live on Yom Kippur, going crazy. <laughs> Yeah, they're bad Jews. What can you do? I like this other article about a rabbi who's kidnapped proof. I won't read it, but it's a funny little... Is this a post that you get all this stuff from? Yeah, but that was <laughs> supposed to be a secret. Oh, I'm Thanks sorry. Thanks for ruining the illusion. Once again, <laughs> you're the about? worst like <laughs> sidekick. <laughs> I didn't realize this was classified. Um, no, it's all right. I just go, I, I mean, I, I, sometimes I go through the post. Sometimes I go online just to look at the topics and stuff I get from CNN and the post. I get the post delivered every day. Right. So I always do look through the post. I read it every day. I've tried to wake up an hour earlier just so I can read the post every day and watch, um, you know, a TV show. Right. I set my alarm an hour earlier so I can get up and watch Arrow or The Flash before (laughs) I go to work. Right. And then have some coffee and read the paper. That makes uh, sense. Yeah, it's been kind of nice. Um, I didn't used to do that. I used to just get up right on time and then go to work. I'm trying to be a different kind of person. Yeah, catch the worm. So I wake up, I have coffee, and I have a little breakfast bar. Oh. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to eat healthy today. And then yesterday I had a corned beef and chopped liver sandwich for lunch and then uh, Chinese food for dinner. Right. <laughs> so that's not helping. Not you know what you got to do is get one of those high-powered blenders. You know those have like that. super power blenders? Yeah. Then you can just make smoothies and you throw anything yeah, in. Yeah, I'd like it's to amazing. do that. I like smoothies, but um, I, I like that. You know what I've um What's started? stopping you? I don't know. Huh. It's a, my cat doesn't like that noise. Right. Yeah, I, I, I guess. Um, so. Let's do this. Oh, I, I turned it down. I just uh, let me start over. Sorry, I'm. Uh, I'm Are we gonna have to edit this. Program. No, no editing. All right, no editing. That's for sissies. You know. I- it's the second half of the show. Yeah. What what time are we at? Thirty eight. Nice, nice. All right, let's get to the TV portion of the show. Now, this is what I've been uh, waiting for. Uh, there's a lot going on. A lot going on. Uh, I will just start out telling you that Dog with a Blog, my <laughs> favorite show, which I tried to make my sister and the kids watch yeah. uh, last Saturday, and they hated, and I couldn't stop laughing at the opening credits <laughs> where he steals all the chicken and stuff. Where they're trying to, he's always photobombing the pictures. Right. When they're the, <clears throat> anyway, um, larger ratings than Parks and Recreation. Wow. That's right. Because Parks and Recreation sucks. As you can see by their final episode last night, where the ratings sucked. Wait, final episode? It was the finale of the finale, or just? That's right. Wow. And um, nobody cared. I mean, it had the most ratings they've ever had, but they're still bad. So, Dog with a Blog beat the finale, the the. I don't think it didn't beat the finale. It beat the one before the finale. Oh, I see, I see. Still, though. I see. (laughs) You know, again, NBC. Riding on mediocre shows. Well, yeah. With no ratings. Well, that's true of anything that's on However, television. However, Saturday Night Live, the special, the 40 year special. Yeah, yeah, no, I know everybody saw it. Big that, ratings, but... 23 million viewers, kicked ass. Um, 
they never get those kind of numbers. Nothing does. Well, sure. Obviously, those aren't Super Bowl numbers, but they're quite good, and NBC is pretty damn happy. I'm sure. Now, I thought the show was... The Oscars hit an all-time low in viewership. Huh. That one, because, you know, again, there was no action. I don't think anybody cared for the movies. Right. There was nothing, and it fell... Uh, I don't know how many percent it fell, but uh, it was the lowest number in 10 years. Yeah, I guess that makes but sense. But the question is why? Well, what I've is it that causes it to be not good? I thought you just answered that. It was boring. They had a bad host. Yeah, but how are they going to know it's boring? And how, Well, they had a good host, but how are you going to know it's boring? Oh, well, do, do I mean... Uh, do the people are tuning off as it yeah, goes on. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's the way it Yeah, went. exactly. Um, now... The Odd Couple. Yes. I mean, you know what? Uh, How'd they do in the no, rating? No. Before we talk about The Odd Couple, I'm going to talk about that in a second because I saw it. I want to talk about Two and a Half Men. <laughs> okay. Now, Two and a Half Men had their series-ending finale. Wow, like forever. Last Thursday, a week ago from yesterday. Okay. Okay? Forever. Wow. Now, I have only seen one episode. You've never seen an episode, right? No. Now, this I mean, show has run 12 years, and you and I have never seen an episode. No. The only episode I saw, do you know the answer? Charlie Sheen. I was at his house. Was right. at Charlie Sheen's house. Right. The night Ashton Kutcher took over his job. Right. That year when Charlie Sheen had all the problems, I was at his house. Right. And we watched the show together. I remember you. Sitting on his couch, me and him. And his two blonde Now, wives. anybody that's listening that does not know me or anything... This is the life I lead, and I don't know why. Right. <laughs> Things like that just seem to work out, and it's weird. Otherwise, I do nothing. <laughs> uh, but So that's the only episode I've seen, and I just remember it being horrible, but of course I was politely laughing because he was politely laughing, right? and I wasn't sure if there were cameras watching. I think people were recording him. I was sure. like, I don't, what kind of friends are these right. with their cameras? Right. I'm like, you're in his house, and you're taking a picture of him watching it? Right. That was uncool. I just tried to sneak it at least. <laughs> and I wasn't taking a video, just a snapshot. Right. There is proof of this engagement. I have a picture of me and John Lovitz and Steve-O from Jackass and Jeff Ross all together at his house, and it's blurry. So you can barely make me. I'm telling you, oh, my God, was I angry at that girl that took that picture. <laughs> I was angry for two years after that. I wanted to put that picture on my wall. Right. It'll be that picture. And when I meet the president of the United States, you know and, what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's blurry because of when it was and the uproar of what happened with Charlie Sheen. I was there during the turmoil. I mean, that's you're in the moment there. You were in that day. I was in the nexus of the universe of the television universe. It's true. At Charlie Sheen's house that night. Then he also got roasted that night. It was Charlie Sheen night. Right. And I was in the nexus of the universe that night. Were his two girlfriends like, there? No. Oh, no. That kind of sucked. Uh, I mean, there were a lot of pretty girls there, but there was no uh, angels or anything. <laughs> uh, kind of, and he was, he was sober. Right. Um, the only time I believe I was in the nexus of the universe was uh, a couple years ago. I was in Fashion Week, and I was at a restaurant, a very you know, popular restaurant with everybody. Right. And I said, you know, tonight, I believe, me and I was with my friend Trish, we're in the nexus of the universe. Sure. Like this is the most popular place to be in the world. Right. At this time. You know, because there was like basketball players there and you know all the people you see, like those stupid Kardashians and stuff, everybody was there. Right. It seems like that was the place to be that particular night. And those Kardashians, we were talking about that. 
Yeah. Hundred million dollar deal to, deal to stay on the E network. New TV show. And they have that picture of all the girls there. Why not put Bruce Jenner in that picture? I know he's not part of the show anymore, but how funny would it be? You got all the girls. It's all girls, mm-hmm. and Mrs. Kardashian and Bruce Jenner just as a woman. That would have been the most hilarious picture. You know how many more viewers that would have gotten? He's got his own show going on. I still am confused who those kids are. Are I, they all from the mother? I can't. And did she marry that. a black guy? I thought she was married <laughs> to the guy from the OJ trial. I don't know. Aren't her kids half black? I have no idea. I'm completely I confused. I, yeah, I, Wikipedia will. So does that Bruce one. Jenner have biological kids? I don't know. He just because if a you're lot telling me juice. that he's able to get hard and be with a woman, right. Even though he's clearly a woman, right. And I can't. I have trouble getting hard. I'm getting pissed off. <laughs> so all these gay guys have kids, and I got trouble. Yeah, but they're not neurotic. You know, they're kind of like whatever. They're you call me neurotic? <laughs> you think I'm neurotic? How dare you speak to me that way? They're Am I neurotic? Do you really think I'm a neurotic? Because no. I don't think I'm that neurotic. I mean, <laughs> if you think I'm neurotic, I get it. Right. But I'm not really neurotic. I mean, a lot of people who are neurotic wouldn't tell you were neurotic. Right. But I'll tell you if I thought I was neurotic. I get I don't it. I'm neurotic that much. It's, uh, and believe me, I'm the kind of guy that knows when to shut up. If somebody tells me <laughs> when to shut up, I shut up. I'm not the kind of guy that you've got to talk around. You got to be around the bush or anything. Tell right. me to shut up. I'm the guy that just shuts up. Whenever somebody tells me to shut up, I shut up. That's what I do. That's what I do. I like this this is when everything. I'm supposed to go shut up, shutting up. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the Bugs Bunny bit. Thank you for getting it. Right. Our three listeners are not probably going to get it. So. <laughs> anyway, um, I just want to tell you this. So, okay, so uh, this is great. Two and a Half Men. Right. Horrible show. I watched the finale. Okay, now, I love series finales, so I will watch many of them. What's your favorite series finale? Ah, well, that's a very easy one. The best series finale ever is the British Office. Hands down, there's <laughs> never been anything quite like it. This is what makes me mad. I also watched the Friends series finale. It was on the same night as the uh, Ashton, the Two and a Half Men. That's a horrible season finale, and that ran 10 years. And that same year was the British office. Right. Ricky Gervais had 12 episodes, and he made a series finale that made me laugh out loud like crimes and misdemeanors and right. then get emotionally upset and had to take a break after I saw it because of how moving it was and how moved I was by the characters I only knew for 12 episodes. Sure. Friends had 200 episodes, <laughs> and I couldn't have cared less. Yeah, because it's a piece of crap. What the fuck they were going through on that <laughs> stupid show. And I love that show. But that series finale was a bag of crap, just like the Seinfeld one. And the other ones you're waiting for that whole time, they just didn't make good series finales. I don't so know you, why. So you actually cared about the Friends characters. For yes. T- yes, very much. See, I love the show. And then you didn't care about the finale. Nope. Huh. Ten years waiting 12 episodes. Right. No. You can watch that in one sitting. Yeah. And I was emotionally involved. So much so that when this girl showed it to me, she goes, you got to watch it. you got to watch it. I'm like, no, no, I don't need to. It, whatever. She's like, no, you got to watch it with me. I want to see your reaction. Like, that's how powerful it was to her. I remember. So I remember I was watching it at uh, Kelly's house. Mm-hmm. No, no. it was. That's not the girl. No, it was Lisa. But right. um, I thought it was Kelly's apartment. I don't know. Oh, in the Upper West Side. Yeah, no, I 42nd remember. 42nd Street or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. I yeah. remember that. Anyway, I watched it. Oh, maybe that was Lisa's apartment when she lived here. Right. And after the show was over, I had to go into the kitchen and compose myself. I needed a break. I was like, I had to process what I had just witnessed. Right. I'm, I was slapping my knees. Just Again, just like Crimes and Misdemeanors. <laughs> That's how good it was. Right. Crimes and Misdemeanors is an amazing film, right? You are laughing out loud. Alan Alden, Woody Allen, he makes that video. And he's <laughs> right. like, when it bends, it's from the horse, the jackass. <laughs> yeah. 
and then it i, I mean you're involved you know right. and, and no, it's just sure. devastating that this guy's you know he's going blind and this you know and and it, it, it's it's great right and this is the emotions i'm having for this <laughs> stupid ricky gervais show no it's i take a break about a month later and you know the characters involved no maybe a week later i'm at a bar at 65th and first here on first avenue at flanagan's and I'm with uh, Suzanne Fagel, I believe. Mm -hmm. And John Jordan walks by. <laughs> this kid that Memo and I both know. This is a, a little, a little off. Talk about neurotic. I mean, he wins more than I do, right? I mean, yeah, he like sleepwalks and eats peanut butter. <laughs> right, and he can't figure out. He's like, I, I don't know. I had peanut butter, but I don't know. And then he realized he slept walking and ate it. So <laughs> anyway, he's walking. I'm like, hey, I, I call him and I'm like, come in, come in. And he's like, what are you doing? He goes, I just saw the Office Christmas special. I had to take a break. <laughs> it affected everybody that was involved needed to right. uh, that's three people right. that did you see it no you know oh, you've never seen it i've seen oh, interesting. yeah i know I, I have to get back to finish i stopped halfway and i never had i don't know i love oh. i fell off the wagon really? it was, not because it was bad i just i don't I'm know surprised. why that's not something you usually finish no everything. i know i know i gotta you're watch it you're a binge watcher guy if you watch television at all but, I know you're not it, a TV but it takes guy, me forever so. no no i will watch the things to the end but it takes me forever to get to the end Oh well, me too. I mean, that's the way I am with video games. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I, I know you're not a fan of these shows, but um, best series finale for me was Moonlighting, oh. which just because it was so good, and then it got so bad, but then they saved it. The last the episode, they understood how bad it got, and they knew why. Okay, you just thank you. Now that this, was, was now great. you're being helpful. Unlike <laughs> last week, you just went into this two and a half men thing. Right. Again, never saw the show. This is mostly what you can expect from Two and a Half Men. Oh, wow. Something for Charlie. I, I told you to cancel his subscription to the Sex Toy of the Month Club. <laughs> uh, can't. He paid for life. <laughs> and uh, January was butt plug month. Now that's... That's classic that's comedy. Eight o'clock at night. <laughs> so, right? It's pretty risque yeah. for... Yeah. Um, horrible comedy. Uh, however, the series finale was extraordinary wow <laughs> it was great because they did exactly what you just said they completely made fun of themselves <laughs> they completely got that this show should never have lasted 12 seasons <laughs> and they just completely ripped on it right. so i was enjoying it wow i was enjoying this horrible did, did charlie sheen make a cameo no um wow. they had his uh they had a, like a double at just his back and then a piano fell on him <laughs> i'm not spoiling it for anybody it was in the right. paper and everything right um uh, you know what they i read they put out the offer, not Chuck Lorre. Other people did. Right. And um, he said, I, this is stupid. <laughs> he said, this is stupid. Um, <laughs> but he, it wasn't necessary. So the, the plot, it doesn't matter what the plot was, but he was apparently still alive. He was being kept in a uh, Silence of the Lambs pit by a crazy <laughs> ex-girlfriend. Right. And um, he was sending everybody notes that, you know, he was going to get them or, or apologizing, whatever the sure. person was. Sure. Now, here is, uh, are you ready for this clip? Here is one of the cameos that is quite unbelievable. <laughs> All right, now let me see if I got this straight. Twelve years ago, your wife kicked you out. And now you know who it is, right? Sounds like Arnold. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> playing a detective <laughs> in the last episode of Two and a Half and Men. And you and your dumb son moved in with your brother. <laughs> Uh, uh, he wasn't dumb at the beginning. Uh, he got dumb later on. 
<laughs> you see, they're making fun of the show. Right. So this is fun. He's now he's pulling a Neil Simon. He's describing. Now let me just see if I get this straight. Right. Now twelve years ago, you move in here and you do whatever. And so what they're saying is, I guess when it started out, the kid was really uh, he was a smart. He's supposed to be a smart kid. And then they. And then what happened? Uh, well, turned out it was funnier. <laughs> All right. So your brother then let you stay there eight and a half years rent free, even though he claimed that he never liked you. Ah, uh, you're not the only one to point out the illogic. <laughs> and this brother of yours supposedly died in Paris under mysterious circumstances. Well, it wasn't all that mysterious. I mean, he was taking a lot of drugs and pissed off almost everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and then you tried to drown yourself, but you changed your mind because the water was too cold. And then you got into his house and offered to buy it. It seemed like a good idea at the time. Yeah, I've heard that line before. And then you let him and his son stay there for four more years. Right. Rent free. When you say it like that, it sounds ridiculous. And then your dead brother's previously unknown lesbian daughter shows up, and then you let her move in. You can't write this stuff, huh? Funny, yeah, yeah. And then the two of you got married to each other. Yeah, that's what happened. Especially they got married, <laughs> and then they got divorced. I, yes. I, I <laughs> but you're not gay. Well, I'm not. <laughs> and then you adopted a black child. Uh, uh, he's uh, he's more Eurasian. <laughs> uh. Not many laugh oh, about. Oh, sweetie pie. <laughs> oh, and the two of you are now divorced. But you're living together. If I leave, the whole thing falls apart. Yeah, of course. Uh, and now the woman who stalked your brother and then married him all of a sudden shows up and she says that he's not dead after all, that she has been keeping him in the dungeon pit in the San Fernando Valley. Uh, uh, Sherman Oaks. Uh, but the good part, uh, south of the boulevard. <laughs> and then he escaped and he sent you cigars and whiskey. Uh, and don't forget the chasing knife. Uh, and the threatening text. He said, uh, I'm coming home and you're going to pay. Because you said he doesn't pay for anything. <laughs> I think the point is, is that we need you to find him. It, it, this guy has some serious rage issues. Because he tried anger management? <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, but it didn't work. Yeah, so now they're making fun of his new show and right. everything, and it didn't work. I mean, it's a, I'm going to let it play. <laughs> Okay. I mean, it's Arnold well, Schwarzenegger. Got I have his description now. And so if you find him, i let you know. Uh, well, thank you. Uh, I really appreciate it. No problem. <laughs> now, if I can uh, offer you a word of advice, I would consider wrapping this whole thing up. Uh, what do you mean? I mean the whole living arrangement. The kids, the girls, the beach house. I mean, this whole thing has been going on way too long. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people have been saying that. <laughs> Haters gonna hate. <laughs> Here's the worst part of the whole show. Every time they go through a scene, they have this music. <laughs> and that goes for like 20 minutes. I mean, I swear to God, that's all they do is they keep doing transitions. Man. I find myself at work. I, like I said, I've never seen the show, but sometimes it's on. I'll post to the channel and say, man. Oh my that God, should be perfect. your uh, ringtone. Yeah, I know.
So, you know, they did uh, some interesting stuff. They had the kid come back because remember the kid, the two and a half part? Mm-hmm. He got kicked off the show because he made like jihad statements or whatever. Oh. Said this show sucks also. I, I don't know what this Chuck Lorre is doing to these people, but, right. you know, once that kid did it, you were like, well, maybe Charlie Sheen's right. I don't know. <laughs> but this kid was just being influenced with the wrong people. I see. He was like, you know, you can all go fuck yourselves. I would never be. It's all on YouTube. You can see it. His rant. Child actor. the show. So they let him go. And that's why it's funny that John Cryer is like, if I leave, the whole thing falls apart because right. he's the only guy left. Right. Um, and uh, and then when he came in, they were doing jokes, and then they were just staring at the camera and doing them into the camera. Right. So you know what? I don't have a problem with that. They went for it just like you said with Moonlighting. Yeah, where the might show as well. horrible, and they just kind of went for it. So it's exactly like what you're saying, and right. it made it quite – I watched it for the whole hour, and I was completely entertained. It was an hour-long episode. I didn't episode. even know – Anybody or anything that was going on. Right. Once in a while, I, would, I think I'd tune it in because they had really pretty girls on, obviously. <laughs> Anybody Charlie Sheen was dating. And, um, you know, and it's funny because uh, Amber Tamblin joined the cast, which is funny because she's married to one of my comedy heroes, which is Dave Cross. Uh huh. And it's funny for her to be on such a mundane right. sitcom like that with such a comedy snob as a husband. Right. To be involved with a show like that. She played a, a lesbian who was supposed to be just like Charlie. <laughs> so she dates one hotter woman after the next. And right. that was hot. Right. And then in this particular episode, she's on for two seconds. They go to her house and she's sitting with them. And then the hottest girl I've ever seen comes out of her bedroom, grabs her jacket and then gives her a kiss and goes back into the bedroom. <laughs> and they're like, oh, my God, I forgot she was still here. And then two minutes later, another girl comes out and does the same thing and gets something out of her jacket and does the same thing. And um that's is this supposed to be a family show? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's <laughs> at eight o'clock at night. That's Are you kidding? I'm confused. You should see some of the jokes they're doing. They yeah, got like twelve-year-old kid making these jokes. I it I would be hard for me to explain what a butt plug is to my like uh, eight-year-old kid. I can't watch that with my nieces, and they're like thirty. <laughs> right. I'm still embarrassed at all. Uh, what do we got? Ten minutes, probably. Yeah. yeah. Uh, five. I guess. What do you? You're trying to hit the hour. Yeah, I just tried to do an hour. I think we've. I think the people have had enough. Right. All right. Then well, you think minutes. I can't go longer? Because I can. Are <laughs> no, you, you pressing should. me? No, you All should right, do it. We got five minutes. Let you me talk about it. the Odd Couple. All right. Now, I watched the Odd Couple because I was curious. Now, I have said that this will not work because Matthew Perry is horrible. He's a. He's just horrible as Oscar. I obviously like him for Friends. Tom Lennon is uh, actually uh, a comic acting genius. Mm-hmm. So you got one person who's really good and one person who's really bad. It's an and, odd couple. Um, huh. eh. But I didn't think of it that way. Right. So him being a slob, it's ridiculous because he's pretending to be a slob. Right. Whereas Jack Klugman or Walter Matthau, I got it. Right. And they just look like slobs. Right. Their voices are gravelly. This guy looks like a preppy trying to be a slob. Like I mentioned on the show before, it looks like he's wearing makeup to have scruff right. on his face. Right. His shirts are pressed but yet they're out because he's trying to look sloppy everything he does looks forced and horrible and here is i believe a clip oh Oh, yeah no no that's the black odd couple from the (laughs) 70s oh that's hilarious that i missed that up no here's the clip Roy, put your booties on. <laughs> what the hell happened in here? Felix, the hell happened in here? You remember Felix he came to poker that time and cleaned the cards while we were still playing. Right. 
Yeah, my hands smell like ammonia. My wife thought I was having buddies. an affair with our maid. <laughs> That's Dave Foley. That's Dave Foley. Yeah, and he's great, right? Yeah, so he's again, good. we have a Mulaney situation where we're set up with a bunch of real pros. Wait, who's Foley playing? Uh, a poker buddy. Oh, he's just a. Like a I can get I her. <laughs> I'm starving. When is our pizza getting here? It's not. Felix insisted on cooking. Hey, Felix, how's the food coming? You see that? Where he's saying that? He's saying it like Walter Matthau. Right. He's trying. Right. So once in a while, you get a line where he's trying to emulate. Hey, Felix, when's our food coming? I'm, right. I'm doing it like a dirty Jew, but I'm just saying it. I'm just plating it. Roy, always a pleasure. Teddy, if you have to smoke that cigar, please turn on the air purifier. Oh, gentlemen, start your taste buds. that funny? Huh. I don't know. Is I don't understand. You? If they're, if they're, you're going to remake The Odd Couple. you got to do like an Israeli and a Palestinian living together. Like That would be interesting. I don't understand this. What's going on? I said, cut! Why? Felix, you were trying to make a nice picture about a human being. Phil had another picture in mind about a different kind of a human being. Those two could never have gotten together. What are you talking about? Don't you know the kind of film he wanted to make? No! It was a porno film! A double X-rated film! The smut you see on 42nd Street. You see the way he says it? Look at what a great actor he is. <laughs> the stuff you see on 42nd Street. He's trying to help his friend. He, yeah. He was... This guy, he was, I mean, maybe this could happen in this show in the sense, but it's not, you're not going to get the good acting. I mean, right. Oscar was like, he hated him so much, but he was still a good pal. He's making out with this hot girl. <laughs> he realizes it's a porno flick. It's not the flick they thought it was. Right. And then he calls everybody out, says it's a raid, and they leave. And then Felix is like, <laughs> he says this. things through my lens that look peculiar to me, but I, I guess I was blinded by ambition. All, all I saw was my name on a film. No, wait, here's the best, but this is one of the greatest end lines of all time. I, I say it almost every day. Thank you, Oscar, for saving me. You're, you're a true friend. One thing. Well, only the director says cut. <laughs> Uh, yes. I say that to you every day yeah, on the turbocharged Pretty set? much. <laughs> every day, always. One thing, only the director yells cut. And no one ever knows what you're talking about, so this is helpful. The Odd Couple is um, really bad, but kicked ass in the ratings because it follows the Big Bang Theory. Oh. The Big Bang Theory, and I have the ratings right here, is the number, was the number three show in the nation for a while. Yeah. Has now been replaced by Empire, oh. which is the black, you know, uh, hip hop uh, record company show mm -hmm. with Terrence Howard, and I was watching it at the beginning. It's very good, and it's like a na black Nashville. I, mean, I don't know if you don't watch that either, but it's like you know you right. got music every week, and it's kind of like a little mini musical. It's right. kicking ass, and it just kind of reminds me of uh, again um, when the record industry changed when when they started counting the top twenty. Not from airplay, but from the scan, but record, sound the scan, scan yeah. of what actual people were buying. All of a sudden, the rappers are going to number one and right. stuff. It's not, you know, just all Huey Lewis. Right. And uh, it, it just kind of reminds me they finally found the appropriate show, and it is just kicking ass. Right. And it is the number three show, and with a bullet. Wow. Uh, it got a 5.2 rating. The Oscars got an 11 which is pretty good. Remember, the Super Bowl got a 47. Right. Okay, let's put that into perspective. Right. The Oscars are the Oscars, and right. they do really well. 
But the Super Bowl got a 47. But they did they do? So I guess the question is. But right, an 11 is amazing because the best show on television, Empire, got a 5.2. So. But it, so it's still worth the, the money they spend on the Oscars, which is a lot, obviously, yeah. is like made up by the amount of money they charge advertising. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's why they make, you know, it's like, oh, it's too long. Well, it's too long because they want right. to get some money and it's three and a half, four hours. Right. It's horrible, but uh, two, the two and a half men uh, finale uh, was number seven, and it was that's up from nineteen the week before. That's probably the most it's been since Charlie Sheen left. Right. The Odd Couple was number eight, huh. and that's number eight coming right after The Big Bang Theory, and that was a three point one. The Big Bang Theory is a four point five, so it did lose viewers. Right. But people were giving it a chance. It's got Matthew Perry. They will always give Matthew Perry's first things a chance. If he loses this one. I'm pretty sure that's it for Matthew Perry. <laughs> this is his third or fourth sitcom after Friends. Right. It's not working. Right. But again, you you have that thing, you know, like that show Mom with Anna Faris does really well because it started after the Big Bang Theory. Now it's on its own. But, you know, those shows that went in between Friends and Seinfeld all those years, the yeah. Brooke Shields show, the Jonathan Silverman show that lasted <laughs> four or five seasons right. because they're sandwiched in between these powerhouses. Right. Maybe that's what this is. I don't know. It's bad. That's really bad. I'm taping it again tonight. I'll give it another try. But the problem is Matthew Perry. Sure. You heard the clips. It's not working. It's not well, the same. It's just terrible writing. Just not, yeah, and he's involved with that. He's apparently, his name's all over the place. Executive producer. I, I think he might have co-written the episode. It's so he's a big fan of the original, obviously, and wants to like emulate. Everybody's a big fan of the original. When you're watching the original, if you're him, you're like, I got to do this because this is brilliant. Right. They use some of the stuff from the play. Wow. Uh, they said he's got a sports ticker in his house. It's, it's, it's beautiful. So he's I still mean, a sports writer. In oh, yeah. Well, he, no, he does a sports radio show out of his house now or a podcast. Oh, I, I don't know. Right out of his house. So he never has to leave the house. It does make sense. Right. I mean, it would be Moscow Madison in the 21st century, so it makes sense. He's got a sports ticker right. going on, which is cool. But Felix can play with it and says, we need milk. F you. That's from the play and the <laughs> right. movie. I see. It took me two days to figure out that F you meant Felix Unger. <laughs> that's pretty funny. But again, that's right. from the play. So it's not even new writing. Right. Um, the Bachelor did really well. Two Broke Girls still kicks ass. That was, you know, on after the Big Bang Theory. And that holds its own because that's actually um, it's a horrible show. But it works for me because those girls are really pretty. <laughs> right. Hey, that's so I don't all you mind. need, I guess. And it's, uh, it's a bad show, but. Yeah, I can watch it. And uh, Fresh Off the Boat keeps sinking, even though... Oh, it's not doing so hot? Clip. Yeah. It's not doing horrible. It's number 25, but it was, you know, it's losing every week. And um, it's a pretty good show. It's very funny. I like it, but people aren't ready for the Asians yet, like they are apparently for black people. <laughs> and that's guess. why Empire... I mean, look at it. I mean, right? Am I am I lying? Do I lie? No. <laughs> you're saying... When's their day going to come on television? You're saying 20... 15 is a year of black people finally is that what you're saying i don't know i mean they're they're what, what was the last show that did well for black people what's happening <laughs> yeah, i love that am show. i wrong i'm trying to think off the top of my head am i completely getting this the, wrong what are you talking about the cosby show how is that right. not that was, that was 30 years ago and then that horrible urkel show everybody loved that yes but Fresh prince that, of bel-air these are all huge well, those hits. are all sitcoms right so what are we? I'm sorry. What well, I was we? just saying, what kind of dramas? Oh, dramas. This is a drama serial, oh, I like see. a late night, you know, like a dynasty or something like that. Right. Well, I don't know. Then I don't well, know. they've tried to do that with an all black cast for many years, and they finally hit it right the right way. Right. Just the way Nashville does it with a lot of uh, you know songs, really good songs. The people are talented. And right. The leads are very very good. 
Well, that makes sense. I don't know why I stopped watching it. I think because um, because you're bigoted and racist. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's right. Um, no, I I enjoyed it. I don't. I just I have so many shows I got to watch. I can't keep up with everything. Right. So th- tonight on the mysteries of Laura, which I was making fun of for an entire year, Eric McCormick's coming back. So it's a Will and Grace reunion, <laughs> and they make out in it, <laughs> which is odd because you're always thinking of him as gay. Right. So. I almost taped it, <laughs> but I hate that show so much, and it looks like it's going to stay, and all the fun I made of it, it's just, it's still horrible. Again, I'd say NBC takes mediocrity, and they just keep it going, because oh. they don't care, because they got SNL ratings, they got football, which carries their entire year, Right. because you saw when we talked about those those ratings, they get 11 share every Sunday. Yeah. And um, they don't, and they got the blacklist, and uh, they, I guess, they think they don't need anything else. That's why Parks and Rex, and the Thirty Rock, they just slide by. They're, right. they're okay. Right. The, 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 well, the, that'll end eventually in the next ten years, I think. That's my I prediction. Can't believe it. But I'll still be doing the network ratings. It's thing. True. That's what I do. Jesus, yeah. I won't end. Maybe I'll try and end something. Why? Do, what? So they still don't. They don't mix cable with. I don't even understand this system anymore. Uh, they no, they have separate ratings for cable. That's why we know Dog with a Blog got bigger ratings, but they don't mix them together. And what? What at this day and age? Why? Like what? What is the logic? Excellent there? point. I don't know. It's just like you know. Why do I like talking about network shows? <laughs> I'm an idiot. No People who are obviously doing this right. are my age. <laughs> right. uh, again, I'll point out, and then and we'll leave with this: is that um, have you ever met anyone with a Nielsen box? No. Ever? Yeah, it's, one guy. And it was hilarious because he lived in Philly, and he would just set it on something, whatever he could think of that was ridiculous. Oh. And then he'd go leave and come back and change it a little bit. So he basically just gave him wrong data, I which makes me laugh. I also one person who lived in Jackson Heights. Yeah. He was a Panamanian gay dude, and apparently they wanted his feedback. And he, all he did was watch Star Trek, which makes sense. <laughs> and that's why we have everything we do on Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. So both of us have actually met one guy, but I bet if we had Mary and Scotty here, they would say, I've never met anybody. No, I'm sure. And so who the hell, how are they, what, what is that? What is that it doing? I mean, make any sense. I, I assume now they're taking it off DVR stuff, maybe, I, these days but I heard be. they're not allowed to. So I don't know how they're measuring. I don't know. And again, I say, you know, once they have, like, maybe if they're taking it off the DVR, then we're, we'll see what happens. Oh, that would all know. change. Yeah. It would, right? <laughs> Pretty much. The BET network is going to go all the way to the top, Probably. according to my theory on music. I think so. <laughs> I think so. Well, we'll see. Sunday. I guess that's our show for today. I, it was okay, you know. All I right. think we had a good, a good, good recap. Nice conversation and uh, with good friends and good food. Yeah, 7-Up. Sponsored by 7-Up. I mean, um... Yeah, so in a couple of weeks, of course, we got our March Madness thing going on, but uh, definitely get Scotty back for that because that'll be hilarious. But um, <laughs> for now, uh, I'm going to be continuing doing it out of my house. So I'm hoping to go to uh, possibly another network, and I hope you all stay with me and appreciate listening. We'll see you next week on the spread. Oh my God, I still called it the spread. Got to get rid of that. On the Dave Juskow Show, the Dave Juskow Podcast. Because it's still technically called The Spread. i got to get rid of it. Right? right. I hate that name. And I hate you. Thank Mello you. Melo Salazar. Thank you. No, I love you. Thank you for all your help. I appreciate everything. And I will see you next week.